Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm Josh, joined today by Benroy Turner. Hello there. And Ash Millman. Hello! Because Benroy was actually talking this morning about how he's just platinumed Death Stranding after how many Woo! hours, Benroy? 107? 107. Disgusting. Which is, you know, quite frankly, disgusting and abhorrent. But it got us thinking about the idea of achievements and trophies in general, because it's hard to imagine, but once over, these things didn't exist, and you had to make your yeah. own fun, which to me sounds really horrible, and I've kind of forgotten a time where these little things weren't attached to video games. So we're just kind of going to talk about it, how it how they influence the way we play games, whether or not they're actually worth, you know, spending so much time getting, and which ones are we actually quite proud of. But I don't know where you guys, like, stand on them as a whole, because when I was playing the Xbox 360 and all the games attached to that, my gamer score was something I took quite a lot of pride in. I didn't, you know, play games purely for the gamer score, but when I got to the end of that generation, I looked back at all the games I played, it was like a nice little time capsule of the things I'd done and the things I had, you know, well, essentially the things I'd accomplished. And I felt a little bit worried, genuinely worried. This was what I was um, scared about 10 years ago, seven years ago, whatever. It was swapping from gamer score to trophies because I'd be starting from scratch. Yeah. And I was just thinking about the idea of leaving all this behind and it genuinely stressed me out. That was me this year, like well, last year with the PlayStation Xbox conundrum. I was like, oh my God, I've got to commit to another console. What am I going to do? My gamer score. Um, but I quite liked it. It's, it's nice seeing the different like nuances between the two and it doesn't really matter is what I learned is that um, you can still get like, a, don't roll your eyes at me, Ben Right? No, no, sorry. I'm, I'm just blinking. I'm, I'm not I'm not actually doing that. I thought you were probably like, it matters. No, no. <laughs> it absolutely matters. I'm just I'm just in sleeping mode. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I kind of just got over it. I was like, okay, cool. I can have like trophies on here and achievements on here and they're both lovely. Uh, my favorite thing at the moment that I'm absolutely like hooked on is the rewards thing for um, Xbox, like get a Game Pass, Game Pass mm. uh, rewards. I love that. That's like a new like high for trophies and all that sort of thing. Phil, what Phil Spencer's oh, rewards? What so are the good. game? What are the Game Pass rewards? I didn't even know this was a thing. You get points, and you, and you can like save up your points. Like you have to have a ridiculous number of points, but you can spend them on things afterwards. So like if you do enough challenges and stuff that it sets you daily challenges, weekly challenges, monthly challenges. Lots of them are just sign into the app, sign in and do this, or like it'll have super hard to like do a certain number of headshots, sort of thing, um, or do 
number of car heists in Grand Theft Auto, and then you get um, like just point rewards um, that all add up to stuff that you can spend later, or you can use them to enter competitions and stuff as well. What I really like about that is because when achievements first came out, where it was like, oh, they're going to they're go towards something, they're going to be worth something, and they never really did. So yeah. it feels like after all this time, finally Phil Spencer's come around and saved us from that. But I haven't actually indulged in any of it yet because... When did it actually start rolling around again? I have no idea. I, I turned my Xbox on. I was like, what's this? I haven't updated this in a while. <laughs> and uh, and they, they popped up. But it's, it's recently-ish, maybe end of last year. Yeah, because I've just been... I, the only time I turn my uh, Xbox on now is for a Gears hole, and then I jump back out of it again. Of course. I mean, about, I want to say 10 years ago, they had the reward system up and running, but it wasn't attached to, you know, the games in that way. And I remember jumping in, thinking it would be a cool idea to be rewarded for my investment, but then it never amounted to much. It was sort of like a points card from, you know, a high street store like HMV, where yeah. you can keep collecting them, but at some point I just kept thinking, what are these for? What, about, what, what, is, what are these competitions <laughs> I'm entering? Is, is Do they just have a control of my life and I don't really know about it like you Brown I think a lot of us went through the awkward breakup of the 360 as yes. we all jumped to PS4 and was like I've just spent loads of time here and are these really have I just wasted my life but what I really like about trophies and achievements is they're sort of like a time capsule they're a time stamp of when you did the thing Yeah, and you can always go back and go do, did I do the thing but they're also a good way now to find out people's Bull crap! I won't swear <laughs> on this podcast. Of if they said they've done something or not, because now you can go back and fact check that stuff. I know you do that. Ben Roy has this weird thing where he will stalk your PSN profile <laughs> or Xbox profile to see what you're playing no. or how long you've been playing it and what trophies you've got. Just have a look, see what everyone's doing. Just I've done that to you, both of yours before when I've been bored. I mean, do, like, Ooh, what's yeah. going on here? Do the rounds. Just yeah. have a look, see what's going on. Well, because I'm incredibly narcissistic, I mostly just do it to myself. Like you said, yeah. Ben Roy, uh, <laughs> I go through my own trophies and sort of remind myself about the good times that were had. Especially towards the end, like you said, of the Xbox 360 era. It was a nice little time capsule because you have memories associated with them for better or worse. And it is a sort of... I'm, I'm someone who lives their entire life through lists. It's partly the reason I've got this job because oh, yeah. I like to mm. compartmentalize everything so I have a clear, you know, view of what I've been doing and what I've enjoyed and what I haven't. And trophies help me gauge that in gaming form. With, um, with me, I never really... I did like achievements, but they never really hooked me like, say, trophies have. There was like Left 4 Dead and 1 and 2 and Gears. I almost got all of them on Gears 2. I almost did that stupid, seriously, 2.0 achievement, which is just... Do you want to play the same level over and over again, just mindlessly shoot things f for hours? No. But with trophies, they kind of got the hooks in me because I think I like the idea of a platinum. Yes. Because the, the annoying thing about, uh, I say the annoying thing, just f first world problem. The annoying thing about a game when it gets more content is then the number isn't full anymore. Especially yes. a lot of the games on, on Xbox, the number goes away. But thank, thank God that on PlayStation they segment them off and you can just still have that lovely little platinum there just yeah. sitting there. Well, Ben Roy, I was, I was thrown off because I was checking which platinums I actually got before I started yeah. uh, researching this podcast. And a lot of them do the same thing where you have the little, obviously you have the little logo for the platinum trophy, but it only says 77% completed. And I'm like, guys, I put all this time into finishing Marvel Spider-Man. Just, 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 just help me bluff the fact that I've done everything in this game. I don't have everything done in Days Gone anymore and I'm not going back to that game ever again. <sighs> I think you make a really good point there though the, the introduction of the platinum trophy because I never used to like the concept of trophies I thought they were quite lame in comparison to the actual numerical value of a gamer <laughs> score point actual trophy <laughs> to a real life trophy you put on the shelf but hey I bought one of those platinum glass trophy things and I drink out of it every 
few weeks, you know, just to be like... Every few ah, weeks. You are every day. the I, biggest nerd I know. As I was playing them Death Giant last night, I had a little, you know, little bit of orange juice out of that, like, I hit, I've won. Amazing. I'm like so it. lonely. I like this, to be honest. I'm looking at you very disdainfully, but I think it's quite cool. <laughs> but actually, that, like, changed the way you approached these things. Like, the idea of getting a, a platinum. Because when I get a platinum in a game, it's often just to show that I love it. I want to get the most out of it. I want to squeeze it for all of its worth. And to me, that's a nice little way to put a bow on the experience. Once I've gotten that, I can finally give it up and move on to something else. I had a very much, like, if I want to play a game, I'll play it. I'll play the bits that I like, and that's it. And I don't really care about it. Experience with games for a long time and then um, seeing the joy of platinums I was like oh god oh god I need these um, but I, I'm very much in the camp that you should play what you want to play and then trophy farming is fine and fun and a good part of gaming but like don't make yourself hate it for the sake of the trophy. That's well, the thing that gets me. That's a great point, right? Because I've done this before with games I love where I've, I've striven to get the uh, the platinum trophy and then in the process of doing that, found myself hating every single second of it because a lot of the time, like developers just don't think about what trophies they're going to put in there. They just see them as arbitrary things, arbitrary number crunches. And that can just ruin the experience when you're wanting to play the game, but you find yourself just not getting the most out of it. You're just getting headshot. So you're playing through the same levels to get, um, you know, an amount of kills. We talked about it on the last on the last podcast we did where I was on about cheating to get that Uncharted trophy yeah. where I was skipped yeah. the entire game so I could get, you know, the complete complete this game within six hour trophy. I and that's cheated. just kind of what am I getting from that, Ben Roy? I don't know. Same thing when I murdered my friend in Left 4 Dead and got the complete everything on super hard and he was there being eaten by zombies. You know, I wanted the ach- achievement and he just he's dead now. Does it turn you into a worse person? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Battlefront one, Battlefront 2016 Platinum was one that really sort of grinded my gears because you had to play the crappy like single player challenge mode against bots, and obviously you crank it up to like full like difficulty, and they can snipe you across the map, and they're just they're savage. And playing that was one of the the more struggling Platinums I've ever had. The ones where I'm like. I bet someone I can do this and now I've got to do it. (laughs) it, There was also another one in there where you had to, because there were only a few like hero ships in that one, so you had to kill off a Melian Falcon and a slave one. And as soon as one of them spawned on the map, it was everyone jumped on that thing to try and get the trying to get the trophy. Yeah. So I remember when that just randomly popped, that reignited me into like, oh, I can do this. <laughs> I've got one of the hardest ones accidentally. I'm going to do this now. That is a satisfying moment where you do accidentally pop one of those. And then you, you, it's suddenly the platinum, the yeah. road of the platinum is in sight. And you think, hang on, it might take me six hours. It might take me 10 hours. It might take me 20 more hours, but I can do this. If I just put in the time, I can do <laughs> yeah. this. I think it's interesting that um, for me, the rise of achievements kind of came with the rise of persistent multiplayer, the idea of that in Call of Duty, for instance, when you rank up, you're not no longer just playing matches for the fun of it. You're playing matches to level up your character. You're playing matches to unlock weapons. And for me, a part of gaming has almost become, um, I don't know, kind of gate-kept by those systems. When I play a game, if there's not a tangible reward or a tangible pop attached to it, I won't look for certain things. I won't do certain things. Back when I used to play games when I was younger, I would just explore for the fun of it. I would try an experiment yeah. for the fun of it but now if there isn't a tangible reward or something to say I've done it it's sort of like social media isn't it I don't like going to restaurants unless I can prove that I've been there and take a yeah take a picture of the pizza it's kind of come no go ahead it's kind of come around with like the end of anonymity on the internet like people start getting more profiles and be like oh well 
now I don't just finish my PS2 and throw it in the cupboard. Now I've got this sort of profile thing that's now been with me for uh, too many years now. You look back like, oh, how old was I when I started playing this game? But uh, it's, it's weird how you look back at well, I've got that now and I see that number. It's so close. Shall, yeah. I, shall I do it? Shall I go back? Shall I go back to The Last of Us? Because it's my favorite game and I just want to get the platinum. Oh, yes, I should. love The Last of Us, but I have barely any of the trophies because I just Because they're the rubbish. Game. I just played the game. Yeah. But no, the, the one of the most frustrating things that I've found in the, 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 the impassioned hunt for trophies is doing things that you think will get you a trophy and them not coming up. So like, not so much not doing it because then there's not a pop attached, but doing something stupid because you think, oh, that should get me a trophy. Like, jump off something or like shooting a bunch of things or doing finishing a level yeah like you know what i mean but just doing dumb stuff in there uh, i can't think of a specific example like i started playing a way out again the other day okay and uh, I, ca- I keep touching everything and interacting with everything so i'm like where is my trophy for t- <laughs> talking to every single person for touching every single thing <laughs> well, is there a trophy for this is there a trophy for this or like do a little cutscene? i'm like Where's my trophy? I think that's absolutely spot on. Like, it sort of changes the way you approach games because yeah. especially for us who, you know, talk about games as a job, we know how games are made. We know, I think even everyone knows how trophies are structured. So yeah, you are looking for things like that in games that you think will will pop you a trophy later on down the line. For me, it's always finding unique, potentially destructible objects in a level. I think yeah. in Uncharted 4, you have a bunch of, um, like, rock sculpture things that you can knock over. And as soon as I knocked the first one down, I thought, right, that is... <laughs> No one's drawn attention to that, but the fact I could do that yeah. must mean there's a trophy towards the end of the game. Sorry for going very high there. <laughs> no, sorry. For me, uh, one of the most enjoying platforms was probably Until Dawn because you want to see how everything ends, but you never, like, I would never have gone back and actually done it, like, kill everyone, save everyone, go down a different path. And yeah, just did Until Dawn. And because it was coming to free on PS Plus, I was like, well, I need to get this before everyone else starts getting it, just so I can say I did it. Yeah. But um, no, it was it was quite a challenge. Like, it added more of a risk when you're getting towards the end. And um, I forget her, the woman's name, the blonde one who normally always dies really quickly, but they keep trying to kill her off so much towards the end of the game. You just really like trying hard. Like, no, like actually turning my PS4 off just to <laughs> kill the... Just you can't kill, get her. Yeah, to kill the save and go back and make sure I don't do it wrong. Well, that's a good point. Ash, has, has a game's sort of, you know, trophy setup or platinum trophy ever made you enjoy a game more or appreciate it a little bit more? Um... No, <laughs> no, I, I, I like, I like. I say it's playing a game, it's playing a game, and then the trophies are kind of like a bonus for me. Um, and then I usually play a game and then look at it and go, oh, what could I have done to get these trophies? Or am I, am I bothered about going back and doing that? Do I want to try this, that, or the other? Um, I think they're really good for replayability. If I finish a game and like it so much, I want to play it again, which isn't often, but it does happen occasionally. If I like it so much that I want to go back and actually play it again, then I'll want to do the trophies because it's a nice little way of making sure you've experienced everything. So I guess in that way, that like not on the first playthrough but definitely on a second you can be like okay what can I pick up here what can I pick up here is this good is this good um, yeah that sort of thing because you've got a few good ones like, I would say good ones like challenging ones of God of War and like yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn like, there's some time sunk into them ones there are but those are definitely ones that I did after I played the game I did like you get all the uh, the trophies for doing your chapters and then at the end it's like oh go and find all this go and do all this go and kill all these go and look at this and um, that is much more appealing to me than having yeah. something that you have to play over and over and over again and if you miss it you've missed it forever yeah it's like those those where it's kind of like you said it's it's extraneous to the core experience and you can just jump in the open world or whatever and get more out of the game in a way that you might not have otherwise and just do these challenges and yeah they might be a little grindy or a little time consuming but it's i think it's 
some some worlds I find, like God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, or Marvel Spider-Man, you don't want to leave them when the story's done. Yeah. You want to linger around for a little bit. And I think those kinds of platinums, those kinds of trophies, those kinds of achievements are a good way to encourage that. That was Death Stranding for me. Like, I need to take a bit of a break because, like, it's just so emotionally powerful, man. <laughs> but, and also, Jedi Fallen Order came out, like, five minutes after that game. <laughs> God's sake. But, uh, yeah, Death Stranding, I just wanted to go back and reconnect America. I just Cost wanted it. to go back and build those roads. Wanted to go back and build the zip lines, deliver some stuff. Just keep going. Well, you've actually, we've been talking about Death Stranding a lot, obviously, because I can't get it off my mind. But you've yeah. made me want to go back and do that because when I was finished with the game, I just thought I was done with it. It was the same with Metal Gear Solid Five. For some reason, Kojima's recent titles have got their grips in me, but only for about a week, a week of intense gaming sessions, bruh. But yeah, then I'm just done with it stop. forever, essentially. And I want to go back to Death Stranding because it has such a lush world. And there's so many of the people that I haven't gotten connected with, like Sam Lake, I don't think I've found him or if I have yeah. I definitely haven't connected him to the chiral network but I don't know whether that's going to be an experience that's worth it because then am I doing it because I love the gameplay and the mechanics or is it just to take a trophy box for me it was like what you're doing with uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 where you're going back for it it almost felt like I was going back through the entire game again hmm. because I there, I another 50 hours just to get this like this platinum oh. just by playing through and oh. podcast on or an audiobook and just you know just stro- just driving down the car on network just you know one one bag, one arm in front, you know, BB in the <laughs> other arm, just chilling. I like you doing the impression. Yeah, no one else can see me there it. as I just sort of slide <laughs> down. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. But another one, it's like, they, sometimes they're in a weird, like, nerdy way. They're pride, like, Bloodborne. Mm. I, I don't know how I did the Bloodborne one, apart from, you know, getting the other endings by redoing my save. 
But so stuff like that, you look at it, you go, oh, yeah, I did that. I did, I did a Soulsborne game. I don't need to play things like Sekiro. Yeah, I mean, it's like when trophies and achievements were at their peak and people were buying things like Terminator Salvations just to grind out easy trophies, Oi. there was the... Like, <laughs> Terminator <laughs> Resistance. That's a decent platinum. That's fine. Salvation, it, it, at least Resistance sounded like a decent game, Ben Rhodes. No one is out there defending Terminator Salvation from 10 well, years ago. Something. Actually, Ash, I'll find, no, I think you'll I'm find... <laughs> it's ass so <laughs> um, but yeah like there was a, the big sort of backlash of well these are meaningless these don't mean anything they're not real trophies and obviously they're not real trophies but there is some pride you can take into it like if you complete a Soulsborne game to its max and you get all those trophies there is a sense of accomplish- accomplishment that comes with that and that can admittedly be weaponized by some publishers but I do think it's something that you shouldn't overlook I wish Sony went full hog with PlayStation Home and actually fully did the trophy room that you were going to be able to walk around and see all your trophies and sort of thing. But sadly, rest in peace, our place at home's dead. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I just, it, I think for me, the Platinum Trophy just reaches over the full gamer score because if it's just that little, that little icon that you can see there and you can easily go back and go, okay, I've done that. Yeah, just got that sort of thing. But what is the like? What is the the attraction to it? Because like, I, got, I, it's satisfying. It's so satisfying, and having it is it just the pride of having something that everyone else doesn't have, or is it achievement? Is it what is it that's what makes you look at someone's profile and go, wow, nine hundred and forty five platinum trophies oh my god here is my respect and admiration or nerd big nerd you big nerd oh (laughs) big nerd the reason why i like to be the big nerd but i only like to have say like 20 instead of like some guys got 1200 is because i like to take the games that i truly love like terminator resistance no but that just that just came easily (laughs) but games like death stranding i'm gonna go back to last of us and just show people that this game i like this game and i went back and did everything yeah yeah because i like to just as you said, absorb and take all the content out of it. Well, at that point, because you play so many games, but if you only have a handful of platinum trophies, then perhaps in a strange way, they might mean more because like you said, they're so personal in that sense. They're like a time capsule. There's something you can actually take pride in. It's not just another number. But then Ash, I do think you're onto a good point there when you're sort of asking like what the tangible sort of effects of them are. I think it's just like, like I was saying earlier, any kind of social media or any kind of persistent multiplayer unlocks, it just gives you some kind of purpose. It helps like distill the experience into something tangible that you can see and a part of me doesn't like that because I do lose the drive for experimentation that I had when I was younger like I don't yeah. do that anymore and it's it's almost directly because of these leveling systems and because of you know trophies and stuff and that kind of sucks and I, I'm really conflicted on this they I don't harken know. back to like leaderboards because back in the PS1 yeah. era no one knew you was playing all these Rugrat games and like South Park spin-offs and everything like that Simpsons Wrestling but Simpsons now, Wrestling <laughs> now they're all there forever burnt in your list and for me it's like we don't re- play games for score but then they're a way of bringing back that sort of like rudimentary sort of like you know yeah. it's their sort of thing some sort of tangible list I don't know I definitely think like I ask it as an open question because I think it's definitely a little bit of pride for me if it's something hard then I'm like oh look at my trophy baby because I'll come in and be like I've just got a platinum I've just got one little platinum <laughs> would you like to hear about it because um, I have so few that I'm always so like gassed when I do get them it's like a little reward it's a little treat it's like it's, yeah. it's something from the publishers going thank you for playing our game here is your little sticker gold star yes. I think it works though because I mean I going was going to the dentist getting stickers yeah, is the same thing lollipop. Nice the lollipop I was blown away when you said you had God of War's um, platinum because I tried to get that and got stuck in the final Valkyrie so yes. then to know that someone else has done it and beaten that I'm kind of like wow 
nah, I couldn't do that. I didn't have Sorry. the uh, the strive for it. I didn't have the uh, skill to do that. So Ash must be uh, the best player. Around. I fought one Valkyrie and gave up. Exactly. Well, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah. This so. this pod is just me being great. That, that's what it is. So. <laughs> well, speaking of the games that we have platinumed, I kind of want to go through some of the ones that were the most notable ones that we've got. Uh, the most the ones that we take the most pride in because some of mine I really am proud of and yep. some of them I look on and think what was I thinking that was a shameful time Josh why did you spend nine hours in your underpants one day with a <laughs> bunch of crisp packets around you to try and get the Fallout 4 platinum trophy what were you thinking so Ben Roy come on kick us off uh, shameful or good uh, well you can take shameful it wherever first. you are shameful let's go shameful because I want to I want to come up here with Josh Gunsey's <laughs> list. The Order 1886. Oh, okay. That was one that just happened to be one of those ones that just came about. I was playing through this game. It was meant to be the next big thing on PlayStation. Wasn't. A bit trash in places. Had potential. But then I found, oh, wait a minute. If I just burn a few more people with this certain weapon, I'm going to get the platinum without having to really replay this game. Yeah. Did that, and there you go. Now it's burning my list forever. Well, I think that's kind of one of the examples of those games where you kind of, you don't buy them entirely for the trophies, but they certainly help. I bought that way after the fact, years after the fact, when it was very cheap, maybe five or ten pounds or something. Okay. And part of the reason I actually bought it for just one weekend was because I knew I knew I could get the platinum so that was oh. a bonus it was not only could I play this game have a nice decent time but it's an easy platinum as well it's not going to take me very long so I definitely will buy it Wow, but we're both shameful in that sense yeah. then. I can't believe you you guys paid for your points well point payers Ash maybe the order 1886 is actually good is it? But then also uh, maybe... It's, you tell me, Platinum Boy. That's the open question, isn't it? It <laughs> may be good. It had some good werewolves in it. Well, for one five-minute stretch. You tell me without shame, without pulling on your face, <laughs> that you believe that. Yeah, I'm so pleased these aren't um, video recorded anymore because I'm just <laughs> ripping my hair out trying to defend the Order 1886. One, I do think I'm pretty proud of, though, like, is Resident Evil 2. Going oh, back yes. And yeah. beating Mr. X on the hardest... <laughs> The Resi Give. 2 trophies were ridiculous. I remember you and Jules talking about it. And I was yeah. like, you are psychopaths. He, he did it as well. Like uh, one run where you had to do, I can't remember the amount of steps, but less than say like 14,000 steps, uh, no healing, no using the item box and stupid things like that. And if you wanted to get the S plus rank and you could only save it three times. So you kind of had to like pick the points where you wanted to save. So I was first of all doing it before bosses. I was like, just so stressful going back to it. And Mr. X, just Mr. X on super hard difficulty. He has that one move that instant kills you and just goes, stabs you right in the chest and you're dead. <laughs> but there were certain points in the game where I knew exactly where to run by the end. There's a bit where he's stabbing through the ceiling and I knew the exact spot in that room to this day where you can stand and they can never get you nice. while you just wave this sort of thing. I like the mechanical dissection of a game sometimes when it's like, I played that game for fun twice did the, both the Leon and the Claire thing mm-hmm. but afterwards I just really wanted to just take that game and just show that game how much I loved it by just getting the platinum yeah. trophy yeah because like by the end of it when you've done all of that you sort of have a mastery over the mechanics and how it's actually structurally put together you know the tricks and you can kind of do it yeah I yeah. suppose it is and like my um, you know I love that Ash has the God of War Platinum. I love that you've got that Platinum because yeah. I took one look at that set of trophies and just knew <laughs> that I was never going to get it. I, yeah. I was so bummed yeah. out because I was I was loving the game and I checked to see what I would have to do and I just thought, 
There's like, no yeah. chance in hell I'm ever going to ha- get to do this. You've got so plan your life that. around that sort of trophy list. You do, don't you? You really do. Ash, what's uh, your most proudest or most shameful? Oops, sorry. Ben Roy oh. just broke the entire set. Jeez, I only have, I have three like full completed game trophies. Um, so I can tell you all them all right now. Go on then. Which is, um, I, I don't know why I don't have more. I probably do, but the ones that I remember and that I'm proud of um, or just are there is one is Overcooked because ah. I, was, I was great oh, yeah. at Overcooked. No shame in that. Um, and then I played that on my own as well. I played that all the way through on my own. And I got the, the full little star fridge. That was on Xbox, though, not on... Not, it doesn't actually count as a platinum. Ah, trophy. But, uh, and then um, God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn. What do you have to do to get the overcooked uh, platinum? I think well, you know. it's just get your three stars in all the levels. Like, I don't think it's super hard. I think it's just get all the three stars in all the levels, including the last one. There might be some other stuff, but that's sort of just what I remember doing. Maybe there's, like, wash up a certain amount of plates. I know in Overcooked 2, it's, like, wash up a certain amount of plates, throw a certain amount of foods and all that sort of thing. And that one, I was just like, I can't be asked by the end yeah. of the first one. I was like, I'm going to get it. I think it's funny that um, a lot of the ones we've talked about are PlayStation exclusives, and mm. I don't know why, because, like you said, I did the same thing that you did with The Last of Us. I love that game. I played through it about five times. I'm never going to get all the yeah. all the trophies for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, I've only got 14, I think, platinum trophies, and the bulk of them are PlayStation exclusives. And I don't know why. It's not because I set out to do it. I mm. just, maybe you spend more time with them. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's an open question. It's coming out to a new month, and I'm starting the new shift on The Last of Us. Of course you are. Going through that multiplayer, stressful, trying to get those stupid play for 12 weeks <laughs> ones. I've done half of it. I'm getting there. But I don't know why The Last of Us has such a bad trophy list. I, you look at all these, like, you don't really... Well, I'm trying to think of one that uh, Detroit Become Human. Yeah. That's one that's kind of understandable that you should play it for a few times. But the last was like, oh, I've got to do New Game Plus. Got to make sure I get all the shift doors. Got to make sure I don't... Because some of those conversations, you can totally never know where they are unless you go and look at like a list to find out where they come from I think um, the one I was missing was the conversation one and I missed yeah. one conversation and to this day I still don't know where it is yes. so I, 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 it's, it's, it's frustrating to know and I think a lot of those older PlayStation exclusives from around that time 2010-2013 were was so hard I used to complete games and have about 10-13% of the trophy yeah. list and think where have I gone wrong what am I actually going to have to it, do it's weird in my brain it just looks like you, even though you've completed the whole game it just doesn't look like you've done much yeah it's strange, isn't it? And I think there's a certain balance that you need to have, well, developers should have between, like, say, playing the game trophies and also, like, going back and, like, picking them off. Because yeah. if it's, like, a game like uh, Horizon or God of War or Stranded where you can go back to it after you finished it, I'm more enticed to do that. Yeah. yeah. But if it's playing for a whole, like, rigid campaign again, I'm then going to be like, Ugh. I hate new game Platinums, like, where it says you have to play the game, like, complete the game and then complete the game on a certain difficulty you can only unlock with new game plus. I hate that. That just makes me go, no, I'm not going to play it again. No, that's, I'm not yeah, going to do it. Even for joy. Like, no, I don't want to. I'm not going to do it. You're not going to make me do it that way. Because um, when I was looking at her, um, Horizons, you have, like, the three options. One's, like, DLC, one's a mainline game, and then one was New Game Plus trophies. I was like, no, no, I'm not ever going to fill no. that box. Like, thank you for showing it me. Goodbye. I'm not going to. I'm not going to take it. You know what? I respect that a lot. Yeah. My most shameful one is the Crash Bandicoot Insane trilogy. That's because this shameful. Is, this is disgusting. This. I've got. I've got. Like I said, I got 14 platinum trophies. Mm. Three of them are these games because <laughs> they're they're suspiciously hard. Like you think it's going to be fine. It's just a nice little nostalgia hit. But you remember that Crash Bandicoot One is hard as balls. Crash yeah. Bandicoot Two also hard as balls. When you're trying to get the um, the time trials of each one of these things, yeah. I was just like 
a sweaty mess. <laughs> it was that period between working here and finishing university. So I had so much time on my hands. I was just spending days and days stewarding my own filth just to relive some nostalgia that was not worth it at all. One of the first things but, I ever said to you, I think, was you're playing in them free games. What are you doing there? I, I think that's what we bonded over initially, yeah. Ben Roy. So that would be my most proud achievement and most shameful <laughs> one as well. You were the Crash Games. Insane. Whoa! Yeah. Those were a nice nostalgia trip and they become like a nightmare between. Well, that's it. Yeah, like you get them thinking you have a lovely Friday through Saturday reliving your childhood and then you realise, oh God, this is my entire adult life now trying to get this platinum trophy on each game. Can I just say also, I'm annoyed that Eve's gone on for changing the uh, trophies in Rainbow Six Siege. I was working tirelessly to kill those stupid terrorists in those stupid re really bad terrorist missions and then they change it and they make it all easy <laughs> the point after i get the trophy is just like i've just wasted <laughs> so the moral of this podcast is trophies are a waste of time <laughs> <laughs> screw you he's going on i love you but god what a lovely note to segue to our final question of the podcast because you can go over and use the hashtag wcgp over on twitter and youtube to ask us questions and we'll try to answer Ooh. it because we're not on youtube anymore but we love we love the engagement what are you looking at me like that for ash wcp wcgp what culture game podcast wcgp uh, what did, did I say? Did you say it the other way around? I can't remember. I need the PG card. tips. Just, Look, just send some letters. Look, yeah, please post us some mail <laughs> to ask a question. This one is from Vicky Mac, who says, are there any game crossovers you'd love to see? I imagine they could somehow put Doom on a roller coaster and Rich might explode. He really would, Vicky. He would uh, combust and the roller coaster would have to be shut down. It would be really horrible, but at the same time, he would be happy for a split second. I think to answer this, I'm going to jump right in before any banter can happen at all and deliver the ultimate banter which is Doom and Animal Crossing which is oh, what I want yeah. to see because it keeps cropping up at the moment with all the fan art and the release dates are the same and you know what just do it DLC it together do it Why all not? I'm saying is April comes very soon after those games release and if you can do it as an April Fool's thing make a full game a yes. full $60 $50 million game of that crossover and I think everyone would buy it the big question is though Ash is it Animal Crossing in Doom's combat or Doom Guy in Animal Crossing um, oh it's uh, Animal Crossing in in Doom's world, so yeah. like all of the fluffy cute animals, like I want to see them get glory killed. I want to rip their face open and just <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> oh my word, no, no they are kill the them all. <laughs> rip and tear. Better I. Uh, I was trying to think maybe like I, I like the idea that all the Valve games are kind of connected yeah like the Left 4 Dead's and the Portals and stuff we've also been thinking about the PlayStation exclusives a way that they could maybe connect them all not a PlayStation Battle Royale because we don't want to talk about that game <laughs> but more such like say The Last of Us actually in the same way what is Uncharted because we had that little Easter egg in Uncharted 3 or 2 yeah 3 Ah, and then it. I don't know get Horizon Zero Dawn like you, that's so many years after Death Stranding you know let's bring them all together yeah so that's what I was going to say because at the end of Uncharted 4 when it skips ahead in time and it gets a bit ominous and I thought they were going to connect it to The Last of Us and I don't think I would actually want to see that in canon but if you could do a crossover event where it's out of universe and you have Nathan Drake and meeting Joel and both engaging in the same world I think I'd dig it a lot but I don't ever want it to become the actual story but as a sort of what if scenario that's what I'd love that beach kind of reminded me of the Crash 1 beach as well at the very end of that game so like so much in that game is reminiscent of Crash Bandicoot there's a part where you're running away from the truck because it's entrenched in my mind where you run away from the truck and it's like when you run away from the boulder yes we should do an entire podcast on that but 
for now. I don't know what you guys think, not in the comments below, but over on Twitter using the hashtag WCGP. Did I get yes. it right? Yes, yes. Thank you, everyone. Uh, leave us some questions and we will try to answer them in the next pod. Even if you don't, though, I have been Josh. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Spotify, Aircast, iTunes, anywhere you get your pods. This has been Ben Roy. Bye. This has been Ash. Bye. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.